Spear1053. Hey, you're with Erica and Steve. Erica and Steve, it's Matthew West. How are you? Yay! Good. How are you doing, Matthew? I'm great. Thanks for having me today. Oh, my goodness. You're our favorite. And there's a super special reason you're here. We're moving to mornings, and we're like, we want Matthew West to be our very first guest. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, man. You just made my day. Well, first of all, congratulations, man. And, Thank you, sir. Uh, and I'm honored. Man, we appreciate you so much. And I have to tell you, Matthew, just to kick this off, your new song, let's talk about how you incorporated a DeLorean into What If. This is magical. <laughs> that's, that's what happens when you've been writing songs for a long time <laughs> and you've gotten tired of rhyming uh, grace with face or rain with pain, you know, so you start like mm-hmm. you start branching out and you start thinking, uh, I refuse to be a shoulda, woulda, coulda been. I can't go back in time. I don't have a DeLorean. I never thought I'd put a word like that in my song. But, you know, those who are fans of the old Back to the Future movie, uh, you would understand that reference. Did you guys get that reference? Instantly. We're plenty old. <laughs> We are more than old enough, sir. Well, then, I tried to get 1.21 gigawatts in the song, but I, I just couldn't make that rhyme. That's awesome. Loving the new song. It's fantastic. Thank you. I'm, You know, it's just a hopefully just a reminder for everybody who hears it. I wrote it really as a reminder to me. Just, boy, this, this last two years in our world and in our country, I just feel like I've been reminded over and over again how precious life is and just how every second given to us is a, is a gift. And too many times, I know I've taken it for granted, you know, just... You live like you're going to live forever, and you start to remember, wait a minute, you know, thanks to God, I am going to live forever and eternity, but while he has me on this earth, I don't want to take a single second for granted, and I don't want to reach the end of my life with any regrets, and so uh, it's been cool to hear people just sharing, hey, this is an anthem for me right now, because the goal is to run your race and live life to the fullest and reach the end and hear God say, well done. You know, that's Mm. a heartbeat in a lot of my songs, because that's something that I try to think about a lot in my personal life, not just in my music. So, Matthew, we're coming up on the the 20th anniversary of September 11th. Do you recall what you were feeling on that day Mm. and what what gave you reason for hope? Yeah, it's that's one of the days, you know, if you're old enough to have been alive when that took place, that's a moment where I remember where I was. You know, everybody can say that. And just as you asked the question, Steve, I thought to myself, I remembered being at an Embassy Suites hotel in downtown Indianapolis, and I was on tour playing uh, college campuses. This is before I had a song on the radio or a record deal or anything. And I went down for breakfast and watched it on the TV with a bunch of other guests in the hotel at that time and just watched in shock and disbelief. And, you know, I tell you what, as we turn the corner towards the 20th anniversary of that, and then we see what's happening in Afghanistan right now, it's It's just heartbreaking. And I just, right now, I can't help but think about all the soldiers, all the veterans, and and those who are currently serving our country. I just remember 20 years ago feeling what I'm feeling right now as I watch the news is a tremendous amount of respect and appreciation for the men and women and their families who sacrificed so much to protect our freedom. You know what I mean? And as I'm watching the news on Afghanistan and I'm seeing all these people in harm's way, I'm just like... I felt compelled to pray like never before for our country and our world 20 years ago. And I'm feeling all of those feelings all over again, just compelled to pray. I don't know about you guys, but I'll be the first to admit, sometimes I forget to think about praying for 
things like that because they feel just kind of, I don't know, it's just like you pray for your family, you pray for your own personal circumstances, you pray for those around you. Sometimes you forget to pray for your world leaders or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and these are days where I'm, I'm feeling like I'm being brought to my knees and going, okay, Lord, you said if we'll humble ourselves and pray that you will heal our land. And we have to believe God's word is true. And we also can believe when we pray, there's hope in prayer because we know that God says there's power in prayer. In James, it says the prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. And that's why we can pray with confidence because God hears us. He answers us. And I think we all, like never before, hopefully are praying that God will heal our land. Yes, indeed. It feels like the world is kind of spinning off its axis, right? It feels very dark. And you were talking on Instagram about, you know, remember the old song, This Little Light of Mine, I'm going to Let It Shine. How do you think, Matthew, that you and I as Christ followers can shine right now in the darkness? What's our role? How do we do it? Boy, that's such a great question. You know, love is the answer number one. They will know we are Christians by our love, not by our successful arguments on Twitter, not by our, you know, angst-ridden discussions with with family yeah. members who don't have the same political views. And, you know, so it, it all has to come back to love, the way that we love God, the way that we love each other. I mean, gosh, these are, these are principles we try to teach our children, right? That your actions will speak louder than your words. And then we grow up and sometimes we forget about those, those vacation Bible school lessons. And, you know, so these days I'm just praying that by the way that I run my race, by the way that I love God, by the way that my words hopefully are not in contradiction with my actions. I mean, that is going to be the truest and the clearest way that we can reach a lost and hurting world, that when a non-Christian looks at a Christian and they say, well, how come he doesn't live like he talks? You know, man, that's, uh, you've heard the old quote, you know, the greatest cause in the world in atheism today is Christians, people Mm. who say what they believe, but they don't live it out. You know, it's to steal from another one of my songs, Truth Be Told, it's the idea of like, don't be so focused on the outward appearance and forget about actually living the part of a Christ follower. So that's my encouragement, not just to your listeners today, but that's my encouragement to myself as well. May, May they know that I'm a Christian, not by my Christian song, not by my successful Twitter posts or whatever, but just simply by the way I love and I love in action. Wow. So do you have any encouragement for kids going back to school now in these kind of crazy circumstances? Oh, man. (sighs) You know, well, I know you're asking me that because you know, you know, what a brilliant student I was in school. I hold it right, Steve? Yes. We've heard those rumors um, many times. (laughs) (laughs) Many diplomas on my wall. No. (laughs) All I can say is from one musician to all the kids out there, stay in school, kids. Yes. No. Um, Boy, I was just at a parent night last night for my youngest daughter's grade and getting to meet all the teachers. And I'll tell you this, my wife and I, we made it a point, you know, we, you'd go in from one classroom to the next and you'd sit with all the other parents. And at the end of each little class time, my wife and I walked up to each teacher and I said, hey, let's just make sure that we like go out of our way to just thank them for what they're about to do for our kids this entire year. And so my first thought as you ask that question is just like, I'm so appreciative for the teachers who have to try to navigate through craziness, right? Um, My wife's been doing this thing on Instagram where 
she's just been picking teachers in different parts of the country who are in need, and she'll take their school supply list that the teachers need for their classroom, and then she posts it on Instagram and asks her friends to go buy the stuff. And people have been just buying every item on their needs. You see a lot of these teachers in the inner city or maybe lower-income areas, the schools aren't able to provide all the things that they need. And so, you know, I would just encourage anybody out there, like, there are ways that you can support the schools, support the teachers who are in need, but God bless our teachers who are going to help navigate once again through what looks to be a challenging year. As for the kids, man, I am so amazed and inspired by my kids, how they've gone through school last year and how they're stepping into it again this year with so much uncertainty. I just want you to know I'm rooting for you. I pray that you know every single day when you go to school that you might face some tough things and tough circumstances, but God is with you. He loves you. And Philippians 4.13 says that you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. That's a scripture I make my daughters quote every morning before they get out of the car. I feel like I remember a song about that, too, that I sang for years. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, strong enough. I tell you, I mean, my songs, I was talking with, I was writing with my friend uh, Micah Tyler and and Jeff Pardo the other day, yesterday, actually, and we were talking about just how we try to write these songs, but we really can't say it any better than the scripture. And that's why you find so many scriptures in our songs, because, you know, God's word, man, God's Word is alive and powerful, and uh, that's why so many of my songs have scriptures in them and the occasional reference to a DeLorean. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Hey, Matthew, before we let you go here, what is your morning routine like? Here we are. We're going to be getting up at, what, 3.50 a.m. What is the Matthew and Emily West morning routine? Yep. I'm glad you asked. I get up at 3.49 (laughs) a.m. And then... (laughs) Mr. (laughs) One-Up. <laughs> and then I call my friends Steve and Erica and I give them their morning affirmation before they go live on the air. Thank you for that. And by I bring the way. them I bring them their coffee. And, I uh, that too. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'll do that in spirit. Yes. <laughs> um, man, my my morning routine is with school starting, we get up early, way earlier than I normally would. My morning routine looks, it's like Jekyll and Hyde. When I'm on the road, it's a lot later. I'm, I'm up late at night because I'm up on stage and then I'm, you know, sleeping in just to be rested for my voice. But when I'm in dad mode, I'm up early. You know, a lot of times the kids want me to try to take them to Starbucks. So we have to leave <laughs> extra early. Right. Yes. But uh, I'm always right now. I'm kind of returning to a book called Jesus Calling and, mm. and reading through that. My wife and I are trying to read through the Bible in chronological order. And I'm just going to go ahead and let the truth be told. She's doing way better than I am. <laughs> but the morning time, I try to have some quiet, you know, before the chaos begins, because every day for me is just chock full of activities, events, songwriting. I'm working on a book and I can get so busy um, before I realize it. And so I really try to have some quiet right after I drop the kids off at school, come back to my studio, write in my journal and, and spend some time just saying, Lord, help me to trust you today. And if I get off track, bring me back. And Amen. Uh, so that's, that's my morning. And I'm excited for you. I got a question for you. <laughs> yeah. What are you guys most excited about switching over to mornings? I'm, I'm going to say, what are you most excited about? And what are you most nervous about? Okay. You're the coolest ever. This is like the podcaster coming out of you, isn't it? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, You know, there is something electric that happens inside of me knowing that I get to wake up and literally 
literally encourage people into their day. I get to share a Bible verse, share a story that I actually found that's good news to propel them into their day. I mean, just having coffee together with the Spirit 105.3 family, I don't know, it's just, it's exhilarating to me. I like Erica's answer. (laughs) That was a good, solid answer. (laughs) I have nothing to add, counselor. It's so awesome. Okay, so what's, well, what's the most, everything has an upside and a downside. What's the downside? I think I know what it is, but it's, it's got to have something to do with, with waking up as early as you. I mean, are you guys good at that? I am. You are? Okay. The first four minutes are brutal. Like it's, br- and I always think, why, why, why did I do this? And then Roma Downey, who's one of my favorite people in the world, has a thing. She taught me this. You get what? up, you put one foot on the ground, you say, thank. You put the next foot on the ground and you say, you. And you just say to God, thank you. Like, I'm on the wake-up oh. list today. <laughs> oh, the wake-up list. I like that. Yeah, we were all on it today. So congratulations, you know? I mean. <laughs> okay. I love that. Isn't that awesome? I'm going to take that for uh, our, we do a weekly devotion. And we're, we've been on this theme about, you know, how to live a life with no what-ifs. And what you just said really ties in perfectly with, you know, that thought of like, hey, this is why we have a motivation to have no what ifs today is like, thank you, Lord, that I woke up today and I'm on the wake up list. That means that God has you here for a very specific purpose today, man. That, if that doesn't fire somebody up today, <laughs> I don't know what will. Now, I don't know if it's motivation enough for me to get up at 3.50 in the morning. So uh, I'm glad you got that job and not me. <laughs> You're so great. Matthew, we are so grateful for you. Seriously. Oh, you guys are the best, man. I'm super excited for you. You guys always do a great job. I know your listeners are as thankful as I am. And so I get to be, can I, I get to tell people, I can add this to my bio that I was the first ever guest yes. on your morning show. Yes, you can. <laughs> Man. We'll be waiting for those affirmations at 349. (laughs) 